Good morning, bitches. It's TikTok Bubby, Ma Kitty, S.J. Mendelssohn, whatever you want to call me, bitches. It's Sunday, December 4th. We're almost, almost at Hanukkah and Christmas time. Oh my God, I'm just saying here. Today, I'm going to be talking about gaslighting. The word, <laughs> the term of the century, all right? Using the term gaslighting correctly. Okay, so have you ever been gaslit or gaslighted, you know, named Marion Webster's word of the year? It's an object of curiosity for two reasons. And I'm going to read some of this written by Jessica Rett in the LA Times on Saturday, yesterday. Stop gaslighting me, I joked to my brother. He rolled his eyes. That's not what the word gaslighting means. Stop gaslighting me about gaslighting, I yelled back. Merriam-Webster has just announced that gaslighting is their word of the year for 2022. Noting that searches for the word on its website have increased whopping 1,740% from last year. From her perspective, Jessica, thank you, as a, what is this, semanticist, a linguist who studies meet words meanings, the word has two properties that have been driving us to look it up. First, its meaning is non-compositional, meaning that the word is not composed of the meaning of its parts. Huh? There's nothing in the meaning of the word as we use it today that involves light or gas, all right? Except the gas from your ass. <laughs> I'm kidding. In this sense, it joins the ranks of only a handful of other English terms like bucket list and catfish. Who hasn't used the word bucket list? Before I had my heart issues, oh, I was living my bucket list dreams. Sidebar for a few minutes. I did some great things. That um, air tube over at Universal Studios where it went up in the air, blown up, rode that fast car almost a year ago, the Formula 409. A few other things. We've walked and sick lovey. I've done a lot of stuff. I really wanted to do zip lining, but I don't think that's, you know, in my, uh, anyway, that's, that was my sidebar. Okay. And catfish, I've never been catfished. Of course, I've been married for almost 20 fucking years. How could I be catfished? All right. If someone were to encounter the word gaslight in a context in which its meaning isn't fully transparent, they wouldn't be able to use their inborn skills of semantic deduction to construct its meaning from the ground up like that might be with compositional compound words like re-unlock. She's very wordy, this girl. Okay. Gaslighting is defined in part as psychological manipulation of a person usually over an extended period of time that causes the victim to question the validity of their own thoughts, perceptions of reality, according to Merriam-Webster. Now, she points up an example of one of my favorite movies in the world, Gaslight. Indirect etymology that opts the title of the 1944 movie Gaslight, which tells the story of a woman whose husband slowly manipulating her into believing that she is losing her mind. Ingrid Bergram was a dream. Charles Boyer was the monster. 
The word has become shorthand for the behavioral central to the movie's plot. In case you didn't see it, <laughs> you got to go see that movie where Ingrid Bergman has left this beautiful home by her aunt who has been murdered by his old piano player. Her aunt was an opera singer, very famous. She had these jewels that she had sewn into her dress, but nobody knows. So this piano player takes it upon himself to assume another identity, okay? And when Ingrid Bergman grows up and goes to Italy to learn how to sing, which she can't really sing a note compared to her famous aunt, he meets her there and they fall in love and they get married and they open up the ha her house that the aunt left to her. But the reality of the whole thing is he's driving her crazy so that he could go search for those jewels, you know, and it's a fabulous movie. You have to see it. 1944 Gaslight. Okay. Second and related to her brother's complaint, Jessica Rett, the term has undergone an extensive amount of semantic bleaching and in a very short amount of time, semantic bleaching is a common process by which a word with a specific meaning comes to take on more of a general meaning over time. It's a natural consequence of language users using their language in innovative ways, okay? Okay, so before I continue with this, and I love, love, love her um, article, and I had it from the paper yesterday. My husband threw it out. See, I don't like the fact that my husband goes to my side of the table and throws out what he doesn't think I want before asking me. It's one of the things my husband does, if you know what I mean. Men. I've been gaslit before, specifically with my old hairdresser, not the good one, because the good one's fabulous, but the people who work for her, like she would make an appointment for me and I would go there and she told me, oh no, the appointment is tomorrow. Then I go another appointment in a, a couple of weeks and she'd do the same thing to me at least three or four times. She was gaslighting me, trying to drive me fucking crazy. So you know what I did? I found another hairdresser. Okay, that's what I did. That's your answer right there. So <clears throat> in the case of the word gaslight, the specific meaning is the one that tracks the plot of the movie involving psychological manipulation over a long period of time, culminating in grand scale emotional abuse. You're being emotionally abused if you're being gaslit. Okay, the general meaning is a bleached one. In that, it doesn't require any extended practice or long-term goals. This is the second of Merriam-Webster's two definitions, the act of practice or grossly misleading someone, especially for one's own advantage. Hmm. By this definition, gaslighting can happen on a single occasion, as long as it's substantial enough and deliberate, okay? Uh, and she then says, "I'm, you know, I'm reading her, I'm reading her article because it's fabulous. It's just fabulous. An infamous example of semantic bleaching involves the word literally. In more traditional usage, it describes characterizations that are accurate to the letter. Its bleached use doesn't require any amount of accuracy, but instead confers emphasis. But this bleached use of the word literally has been building up to the collective English lexicon for more than 300 years, traceable back, traceable back to the novels published in the 1790s. In the case of Gaslight, we only have the term in its non-compositional sense since 1944. 
and its use only really started taking off in the 2000s. That means we've squished an often centuries-long process of semantic transformation into just two decades. It's no surprise, then, that the result is a disagreement about the proper use of the term. Anyway, so then she says her brother has the point and so has she. So if you've ever been gaslit, you know what it's like. They say on TikTok, there's gaslighting there. So I'm not sure about that. But this Jessica Red is a professor of linguistics at UCLA. That's where my husband went to school. Her research investigates the meaning of words and how they contribute to the meaning of sentences, either in isolation isolation or broader context. Thank you, Jessica, because, you know, I love that movie. And you could see how the Charles Boyer character was psychologically manipulating his wife just so that he could go upstairs and look for the jewels. I say, you know what? Your wife loved you. So why don't you ask her if you could go look for the jewels up in the attic? What the fuck? But they didn't say that. Guess what? He was married before. He had another wife in Poland or something. So I mean, this is probably one of the best movies ever. And Ingrid Bergman was brilliant. Charles Boyer was fabulous. Joseph Cotton was great. And one of the best thing is Angela Lansbury, who is probably one of my favorite actresses in the whole world. She played the maid in this. And she was, you know, making up to the boss, so to speak, even though she had the... Um, What's his name? Oh, the cop on the beat in England, her boyfriend, too. So I just want to talk about gaslighting for a minute. And this article, I had to wipe off all the garbage from the article because my husband dumped it in the garbage. What am I going to tell you? I'm married. You know, all know that I'm married almost 20 years to Mr. Mark Kitty number three. And I just want to tell you, I love you all. Thank you for listening to my podcast. It's a short one today, and I think I'll be doing a podcast with Radio Guy, Joe Malerba, on Tuesday. So he'll bring me into his studio, and eventually I'll bring him into mine. So I love you all, um, gay, straight, lesbian, LGBTQ+, whoever you are, black, white, Chinese, doesn't matter. I love you all. And if nobody told you they love you today, I love you because you're you. Bye.